Thank you for tuning in to this audio-only podcast presentation. This is week 87 of the Lindahl Letter Publication. A new edition arrives every Friday. This week, the topic under consideration for the Lindahl Letter is MLOps. This is ML Syllabus Edition 8 of 8. This lecture is going to be provided in two parts. First, I'm going to provide you with a few scholarly articles that dig into what MLOps involves and how researchers are addressing the topic. Second, I'll provide you with my insights on the topic of MLOps, which I have been presenting for the last few years. When you get to the point of applying ML techniques in production, you will need to end up you will end up needing MLOps. MLOps research papers from 2021. What is MLOps? In beginning MLOps with ML flow from A Press 2020. Towards MLOps, a case study of ML pipeline platforms published in the 2020 International Conference on Artificial Intelligence and Computer Engineering from the IEEE. 2021, a data quality-driven review of MLOps and archive preprint. 2021, demystifying MLOps and presenting a recipe for the selection of open source tools, applied sciences. My insights about MLOps. Conceptually, I have been breaking down the categories of applied ML development based on cases into three buckets. Bucket one, things you can call, e.g. external API services. Bucket two, places you can be, e.g. ecosystems where you can build out your footprint, AWS, GCP, Azure, and many others are springing up for ML delivery. Bucket three, building something yourself, e.g. open source and self-tooled solutions. These buckets will impact your ability to run ML ops and how much control you have over the frameworks underlying data pipes. Bucket one is the easiest to implement because all you have to do is go out and consume it. You, need to, you just need to connect to it, send some information out to it, get some information back and you're ready to go. Bucket two is really about places where you can be totally within an ecosystem where you can build out your footprint for the endeavor. AWS, Azure, GCP, and many other places. I do mean many others and are ready to provide you an ecosystem. You should, you should be starting to see other ecosystems becoming available besides the major three. They are popping up and they're going to provide a different workflow in a different place where you can serve up your ML models and be able to get going in the space. Now the third bucket, category or bucket three is where you will be building something yourself. These are the open source and self-tooled solutions. A few years ago, this space was the primary place where building and now, where people were building, and now we're starting to see a shift. We're seeing that movement into other buckets. Those API-based solutions are so readily available that you can get into these ecosystems where you can get going so quickly. Things are moving around and changing. That categorization on the three buckets helps makes me think helps me think about where things are for use cases and where things are going to happen. It's a very tactical question versus a strategic one. Some of the major players within the information technology space are trying to break into the machine learning operations or MLOps space. Like anything else, picking the right tools to get things done is about matching the right technology and the use case to achieve the best possible results. We are really starting to see some solid maturity in the MLOps space. 
The next stage will either be a round of purchasing where established players buy up the upstart players, building ML ops where the established players will build out the necessary elements to move past the newer players in the enterprise level market. Let's look at the first technology in table one, which happens to be TensorFlow. You should not be surprised to see that TensorFlow has by far the largest influence at 154,162 stars. Getting a star requires a GitHub user to click the star function. People have really placed a lot of attention on TensorFlow. It has 2,933 contributors, which means that almost 3,000 people are contributing to TensorFlow. From that point, you can see that PyTorch drops off considerably. It's going from around 154,000 stars to just 47,000 stars. The number of contributors drops off significantly as well. Now you're down to around 1,785. Now, on the PyTorch example, they do have 4,620 branches, which honestly, I don't know why you would want to look at that many branches. No human wants to manage that many branches of anything. That is unmanageable in terms of iteration. You can see that Scikit-Learn has roughly 44,000 stars and has 1,936 contributors. So you can see that kind of here that the three major projects that are out there for machine learning are, are definitely adopted. People are using them and they're making forks of it. They're making versions of it. They're starting to really dig into it out in the wild of software development right now. So now if we take a look at the next level and look at a little deeper into what's happening in terms of the MLOps part of it, you're going to see a major drop off. Remember TensorFlow had 154,162 stars. Now, you're starting to see the number of stars drop off considerably. You're starting to see the numbers of stars at 10,000 or less for the players in ML, the MLOps space. You're starting to see Kubeflow, MLflow, and some of the things that you know are complex stuff like Metaflow from Netflix. And you're going to see 4,000 stars. And each of these things is going to have sub 500 contributors. We haven't seen everything trying, everyone trying to implement MLOps swarm in and start using these things. One of the reasons for that rapid decline in interest has to be the previously described bucket one, where you can just connect to an API and the functionality seems someone else is running as part of the day-to-day -day MLOps. You probably noticed that the previous set of analysis was looking at data from 2021. I'm sure you wanted to see some updated data to see if things had changed significantly. I went back and reran the same table data to build a 2022 version. A few of the repositories changed order in terms of total stars, but for the most part, things are relatively the same. What's next for the Lindahl letter? Week 88, the future of publishing. Week 89, understanding data quality. Week 90, a plumber for ML pipelines. Week 91, MIT's twist quantum programming language. Week 92, risk v AI chips. I'll try to keep the what's next list forward looking with at least five weeks of post and planning or review. If you enjoyed this content, then please take a moment and share it with a friend. If you are new to the Linda letter, then please consider subscribing. New editions arrive every Friday. Thank you and enjoy the week ahead.